at that time, I suddenly had this decision kind of in my heart, in my life, in my head. They just said, I want to commit to this. In fact, if this is what the church is, I would love to give my life to, to what this is. Welcome to the 1000 Houses podcast, where we encourage and equip households to make disciples in and through the home. Every episode, you'll hear interviews, teachings, and conversations around what it looks like to turn your home into a hub for mission, community, and discipleship. So today's episode was taken from one of our coaching intensives called A House for Community, where we provide households with personal coaching for how to build a community and turn your home into a hub for community relationships. So if you're interested in learning more about A Thousand Houses or checking out some of our other resources, visit 1kh.org. Let's jump into today's episode. We are all stewarding really important stories. We talk about how it's important to share with people our testimony about when we find Jesus, but we also have other testimonies. And I want to share with you guys today my testimony for how I fell in love with community or how I began to realize that this was a huge value in my life. And part of this is I want you to, as I'm working through this story, to be thinking about your own story. Like, what, why do you value community? What was it that caused you to want to engage in this coaching? Uh, and what is it that is really driving you? We want to really crystallize what those stories are and be sharing those little testimonies all over the place. And so the way I like to structure these kinds of stories is, is in milestones. I'm going to share with you three major milestones in my journey towards my discovery of this value in my own life. Uh, from just thinking about church or thinking about institutions or thinking about those larger organizations and really thinking about the value for a kingdom community. So for me, the first major milestone happened when I was on staff at a church in my hometown, in my home church. And this was a really exciting experience for me. I was a youth pastor. I couldn't believe I got the privilege of being able to serve in the church that I grew up in, and I really enjoyed it. But as I began to sit in staff meetings, there was one in particular that really did something to help me understand that, that this value was a was strong, uh, strong part of the way that I, I thought about the kingdom. We were talking, as we always did every week as a staff, and people were passing around prayer uh, request cards. And so we had in our church about a 1,000 members. People would pull out these little prayer request cards every week, fill them out, put them in the offering basket. And then as a staff, we would, we would read these. Well, one day we were reading, and usually we get through 10, 20 of these cards during our staff meeting, and as we were talking, it became clear that all 20 cards, no, nobody really knew the circumstances or the people that we were praying for. In fact, there was a moment where things got so lighthearted about these really difficult prayer requests that uh, the pastors began to sort of just make fun, tell jokes uh, about this. And, and I, I got it. It was like it was all in good fun. Nobody was trying to be hurtful. And of course, the people that were writing these things weren't there in the room. But I had this realization that moment just like oh this is not this is not like relational like do we love these people um something in me really snapped at that moment and it caused me to understand that i really value relationships and that there was a disconnect in my heart in my life between what i saw the church being and what i saw as my value for relationships and I honestly thought that what I was participating in in that staff meeting and in those ministries was the church and that my desire for relationships was actually something that was different than the church. 
I saw those as distinct. And so I actually began to feel myself become distant from the idea of church and just felt like, well, maybe it's just not me. Maybe, maybe to love the church means to love you know, an organization and wanting to participate in, in the inner workings of a complex organization. And I, I really want to be in deep relationships with people. Uh, and I saw these things as really separating, and it separated me from the whole idea of church. And actually, at that moment, I, I would began to realize, I don't think I should be a pastor. I need to find another, another line of work. And that's when I began to apply to seminaries because I thought I would become a professor. Bible. I still wanted to like study the Bible. I still wanted to live my life in a, in a real ministry mindset. But I thought that potentially because I felt this, dis, this sort of uh, this distance from the, uh, the organization of the church that I should pursue, pursue another form of ministry, maybe in a more of an academic setting. So we ended up moving from my hometown in the Seattle area to Gordon-Conwell, going to seminary in the Boston area. And there on the North Shore of uh, Boston in a little town called Marblehead, Massachusetts, I wanted to share with you guys my second uh, milestone. And so the first milestone was me learning about my value for relationships. This second milestone is really discovering my value for community. So in that town of Marblehead, the uh, senior pastor of the church, I I decided to become a youth pastor for uh, the time I was in seminary to provide for my family, uh, and that was still a ministry that I really had a huge passion for. And so during that time, the pastor came to us and said, would you guys be willing to start a young marrieds group? We have a few young married couples in our church. It's a very small church, about 100, 150 people, uh, but there were three or four couples that were young marrieds that, that, that were part of the church. And so we were like, we're super busy. I'm a full-time student and uh, obviously working at the church, but we don't have any friends, so why not? Let's just get to know people. Maybe we'll start a group. So we started a weekly group on Monday night called the Monday Night Group at our house. And during that, the course of the next two and a half years, as we began to gather as a group of young married couples, and the group grew to about seven, eight, nine couples, it was the most profound um, experience of community that I had I, I had ever experienced at that point in my life. And, and if you had asked me, like, you know, I'd been to different colleges, I, I'd really had experienced, you know, deep relationships of kind of immersive living together, missions trips and things like that. But there was something really unique and different about the experience we were having in Marblehead. Uh, I remember that a couple of the things that really stood out to me was that the way in which the gifts emerged in the context of this community and were all equally honored. And so we had people in our community with a gift of service. And I remember one day there was a really quiet guy, the quietest guy in our whole community. His name was Carl. And one, one day um, it started to snow. And this was one of these really bad New England blizzards. I'd never been a part of one before. I watched people shoveling their driveways. I decided not to shovel mine. I was just going to do it in the morning because in Seattle, everything kind of melts pretty quick anyway. So the next day I went out there and everything was frozen solid. I could not get our car out of the driveway. And when I even tried to shovel, it was just like hitting, hitting a rock. It was so hard. So I went back inside, just didn't know what to do. Um, 30 minutes later, I came back out and everything was plowed. And Carl, this guy who was a part of our community, I, I asked him later, he said, yeah, I saw your shovel sitting there, and so I decided to apply your driveway. Um, these kinds of things were happening on a regular basis. We, had, we were very uh, kind of paycheck to paycheck at the time, and we had a crazy heating bill because we had oil heat in this super old house. And somebody in the community you know, surprised us, and we still don't know to this day who it was, paid that. Um, our friends, the Morris. Uh, they bought us a, a two-person two stroller. Everything was walking in that community. And during another ice storm, our stroller got broken. And so they, we came back the next day, and there was a brand-new double stroller sitting on our porch. We just constantly, this, these acts of service, but not just that gift, but 
all the other gifts as well. People were having dreams for each other, visions for each other. Um, there was a deep sense of relation, relational connection. We really knew what was going on in each other's lives. We saw real correction, rebuke. All of these things done in a very healthy way, in a way that really built up the body. And, and it caused me to have this incredible love for what this was. And about two years into this experience, I began to uh, study more about what the church, um, what, how the New, Test- New Testament described the church. And one of the things that I ran across was that there's over 100 commands given in the New Testament given to the church that can only be lived out in the context of relational community. You have to know each other to love one another, forgive one another, rejoice with one another, mourn with those who mourn. These were all things I didn't experience in that organized sort of version of the church, but I was experiencing in this smaller group, uh, this kind of community. And so at that time, I suddenly had this decision kind of in my heart, in my life, in my head. They just said, I want to commit to this. In fact, if this is what the church is, I would love to give my life to, to what this is. And, I, and from that day until now, and that was now over 20 years ago, that was the moment when I realized that the Holy Spirit had given me this deep value for community. So I, I realized I had a deep value for relationships, a deep value for community. And the final thing that I really began to realize in the next uh, two years of my life was how much I valued that interdependent body life. So I mentioned that in Marblehead, we experienced that in this small young marrieds group. But especially some of the gifts that are described um, that are really inspired by the Holy Spirit, oftentimes called sign gifts, miraculous gifts, things, things like that, I had never really seen play out. The first time I'd ever seen it emerge was in that Marblehead community. But even while it was happening there, most of us didn't even know what was going on. Most of us had never had an experience like that before. It was happening and emerging spontaneously. And so I spent the next two years in, in the vineyard really trying to learn about what all of the gifts are and how they function in the context of relationships. How, how does this actually build up the body? One of the things Paul says, for example, in 1 Corinthians 14, is that all of these gifts must be done in a way to build up the body. They're not just personal things that you do um, all by yourself to build yourself up. They can build you up, but their purpose really is for this thing that Paul called the body. And the body, we think of sometimes as an analogy, but it's really more than an analogy. It's, it's, a, it's a much deeper thing. It's it, it, the idea of a body that we actually form the body of Christ. Christ is the head. We are all of his members. We, we function like we're a part of one body. And just like our body is one, we function like that. And so I got to experience that first in the vineyard and then in Fort Thomas, Kentucky, when we began to plant much more relational community based churches. And in those experiences, we uh, were just praying for the Holy Spirit to come, asking him what he wanted for us. We had been trained in a lot of these gifts. As as gifts began to emerge, people began to learn more and more about how to function in those gifts in a way that served the body. And this was kind of the final uh, sort of milestone in my journey towards just falling in love with this vision for the kingdom of God as a community. Because what I began to see in the body was gifts that began to emerge in the context of these communities where a lot of their gifts didn't make a lot of sense in traditional organizations or institutions. Institutions are really good at releasing maybe about 20% of the spiritual gifts, but the others really struggle to serve the body in the same way. But in a community, I got to see 100% of those gifts being stewarded and finding a place to really build up the body. And so this totally convinced me that I wanted to invest in the idea of building kingdom communities. 
And so part of what began to emerge in me and in my story was a commitment to restoration. Um, because this is really hard work and we're talking a lot about the challenges that in, in this module, the challenges that, that we're going to all face when we try to build community. But because of these three major milestones that I feel like the Lord really placed in my life and really founded uh, my conviction about community at these times, it created kind of a bedrock that, that no matter what was going to happen in my life, no matter what kinds of ups and downs or various seasons our family was going to go through, I made a strong commitment that I was going to continue to pursue this kind of community life and continue to try to understand what, what was in the heart of Jesus when he talked about this coming community that would be like a family or what was in Paul's heart when he described the body or what was the Holy Spirit describing and inspiring in the New Testament. So the desire and the commitment to see that restored. And so I want to challenge you guys. I don't know what your story looks like. Your story is going to look very different than mine. You're going to have different milestones that God is taking you through. And so take some time and write down what are at least three milestones. What are things that have happened in your story, in your past, where you encountered these values, the values for relationships, the value, values for community, the values for body life, or other values that really brought you to, to this coaching experience and for the desire to, to see a community emerge. So take some time, just write out what some of those milestones are, and then begin to share those stories. Put some you know, detail into those stories. Allow those values to really bubble up in your heart. And as you're having conversations with people about the coaching that you're going through, oftentimes refer back to those stories because this is not just about what you're learning in the course of you know, what we're talking about in this course or in this coaching. This is about what the Holy Spirit's been trying to teach you probably for many, many years. And so you'll begin to trace that story and be, begin to share that story uh, with others. So take some time, write that down. We'd love for you guys to share some of those stories and some of those milestones with us in the coaching. So take some time and, and write those down. And we'd love to hear more about uh, what the Lord's been doing in your life in this area. Friends, thanks for listening to today's episode. If this teaching stirred something in you and you and your family are sensing any kind of calling or a pool to maybe go down this path in community, we'd love to be a resource to you as you explore this. So if that's you, we want to invite you to join our coaching intensive called A House for Community, where we're going to combine online content and personal coaching for you to provide you with the teaching and the tools and definitely the encouragement that you're going to need to see your home become a house for healthy kingdom relationships. For more information and to apply for this coaching intensive, go to 1kh.org slash community coaching. We'll see you guys for the next episode.